You're listening to the Holistic Lifestyle Guide Podcast, the show that guides you on your holistic lifestyle journey to a healthy body, mind, and soul aligned with nature. Hello, and welcome to episode number 43 of the Holistic Lifestyle Guide Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about sound healing. Sound healing is one of my new favorite subjects to learn about. So what exactly is it? It's exactly what it sounds like. You're healing yourself with sound. This is as amazing as it sounds. (laughs) You may have seen sound healing centers popping up all over the place lately. However, the use of sound for the purpose of healing has been going on for thousands of years. So let's talk a little bit about the history of sound healing. The first musical instruments have been dated as far back as 43,000 years ago. There is evidence of sound being used for therapeutic purposes in Egyptian temples. And also, Hippocrates was playing music for psychiatric patients as early as 400 BC. Plato stated that music could influence the emotions and character of a person. Aristotle believed that music could purify the emotions. I just love that music has always been a part of the lives of humans on this on this earth. It gives us a great common thread. And especially since I, I'm such a huge fan of music the way it is, it just makes me love music and appreciate it even more. So let's talk a little bit about the difference between sound healing and music therapy. You're probably more familiar with music therapy than you are with sound healing. So... The question is, are they really the same thing? Well, they are related, but there are differences. Music therapy has a formalized program of study. You can study music therapy in many universities and receive a degree in music therapy. Music therapists are licensed to practice music therapy professionally. Sound healing, however, is unregulated. Um, Music therapy uses structure, melody, and rhythm of music to address a specific health issue. You can think of certain melodies that just make you feel good. That would be an example of music therapy. This is one reason I love music festivals so much, being out in nature, dancing to uplifting music. There is no better therapy in my eyes. But unlike music therapy, sound healing uses specific sounds and their vibrations to enhance well-being. Sound healing advocates advocates believe that every part of the body is in a constant state of vibration, and those vibrations can be used to create a positive change. So the benefits of sound healing, let's talk about that for a minute. The use of sound is now believed to be able to do much more than just benefit the emotional state of a person. There are real physical and psychological benefits to be gained from sound healing. So some of the sound healing benefits include alleviating PTSD, stress, pain, depression, anxiety, low blood pressure, and lots more. There has been some recent research in this area and many of the benefits are backed by science. There are also many claims that have not been proven but may be accurate. One thing is for sure, there is no harm in trying it out for yourself. And you'll be able to tell just by listening to it how how much better it makes you feel. And this this feeling of an increased um, uh, 
for lack of a better word, happiness, <laughs> it's it's instant, at least for me. It, it gets rid of my, um, anytime I'm having anxiety or depression, that goes away instantly the minute I start listening to some sound healing. So you can also treat post-traumatic stress disorder with sound healing. This is a syndrome that frequently affects veterans and others that are faced with traumatic situations, including abuse victims. So the way it works is users will listen to specific frequencies while recalling the traumatic event. Researchers believe this works by disrupting the brain's link between the traumatic memory and the stress response. Several studies have also shown that listening to music, playing music, and singing have an impressive effect on depression and anxiety. Like I mentioned, when I have those problems, music always makes me feel better. Soothing sounds have been found to be beneficial to those with autism and dementia. The mental stimulation provided by sound therapy can help to boost mental performance and memory in everyone. Sound therapy has also been found to help patients deal with physical and emotional symptoms of cancer treatment. Sound treatment affects the immune system in powerful ways. So of course this isn't saying that it's going to cure everything within seconds. It's just a very good complement to help your immune system um, work better and to help you get into that parasympathetic nervous system where your body is in the the mode of rest and digest. So that is pretty much how sound healing works. There are explanations for how sound healing works that are based upon scientific principles and those that are based upon ancient concepts from Eastern religions and medicine. Both of these are interesting, which theory is more accurate. It really isn't relevant. Um, what matters is whether you receive benefits from practicing sound healing. And like I said, most people are going to experience benefits almost instantly. So one of the ways that sound healing is believed to work is through the unblocking of the chakras in the body. When these areas are blocked or dysfunctional, energy can no longer flow properly. And this is when pain, disease, and various ailments can, can happen. So the traditional chakras include the root, the sacral, the solar plexus, the heart, the throat, the third eye, and the crown. The chakras start at the base of the spine and move up to the head. Um, I've, I think I have a episode about the chakras. I will leave a link to that down below. I've, I've talked about them a lot because they're really important when it comes to holistic wellness because they really are like the the energetic um, motor, should we say, because what they are is energetic wheels, energetic centers, and they help you to operate, to run. And if these are not working, then you're going to experience problems. So getting back to sound healing, how can you experience sound healing? That's the big question, right? You know how it works. How can you actually experience it? So really, there are nearly an endless number of ways that you can experience sound healing. The use of recorded sounds is generally believed to be just as effective as the use of instruments. You could be driving your car during a sound healing session, 
or lying on a mat. It's really up to you to experiment and see what works for you and fits your lifestyle. Of course, if you're driving a car, make sure that you're listening to something that's not going to put you to sleep. There's a lot of different types of sound healing that are for different purposes. You can use sound healing for focus and that would be a great one for when you're driving. Anything that creates a sound could be used for sound healing, but there are several that are commonly used techniques and devices, and I'm gonna get into those now. And probably one of the most common ones are singing bowls. So there are Tibetan singing bowls and there's crystal singing bowls, and these are both slightly different. The Tibetan bowls are made out of metal usually, and the crystal singing bowls are made out of crystal and quartz usually, and those, they look very different. So you should be able to tell the difference by looking at them. The Tibetan singing bowls are usually the ones that have some type of carvings on the side. And I've noticed that those are a little bit harder to get to make the noise. Um, so basically you take the, the mallet and you, you strike the side of the bowl to create a bell sound. And then you use the side of the mallet to rub against the outer, the outside edge of the rim of the bowl. And that's how you get it to sing, by running it along the edge. So I've had better luck with bigger bowls. Those are a little more expensive though. And I, I don't own any quartz crystal singing bowls, but that's on my bucket list to buy. They're very expensive, especially if you want the whole set. They usually come in sets of one for each chakra. So like I mentioned about the chakras, you would take whichever one correlates to that chakra and go right on up. So um, back to Tibetan singing bowls, like I said, I think they're a little bit harder to get to sing, but they're beautiful. They were first believed to be used around 500 BC, um, but fortunately you don't have to travel to Tibet to acquire your own singing bowl. There are many excellent options available online or at your local New Age shop. I've gotten mine at um, like holistic fairs, um, New Age, festivals, things like that. Expos are another great place. Holistic Health Expos will always have them. So like I said, there are bowls of different sizes and constructions to create different frequencies. The small ones produce a higher pitch sound and the bigger ones produce a lower pitch sound. If you have a lot of money to spend, you can buy the sets, like I said, that include seven, one for each chakra. You can find some made of various types of metals, or crystal quartz, like I said. So it's really up to you what you want. It's a it's a good idea to go to a, one of those places, like I mentioned, that will have a variety, so you can actually pick them up and play them yourself. And I wouldn't advise ordering one online. Not only would it be a risk to have it shipped, it might break, because the crystal ones are very breakable. So I would advise going to a place that is going to have a, a variety of them. So another sound healing instrument is the harp. The harp has a soothing tone that many people find pleasant and relaxing, but a quality harp is about as expensive as a really nice piano. So if your budget allows, go for it. But a more feasible option for most of us is to listen to recordings. And so all of the things that I'm talking about are able, you can listen to these online. You can listen to them on YouTube. And that's pretty much what I do, although I do have a singing bowl and I do have a, a hand drum, which is the next thing I'm going to talk about is drums, because a good drum beat is hypnotic. 
Drums are probably the most primal of all the instruments. The brain slows down when it hears a repetitive drum sound. You've probably felt the hypnotic trance-like feeling that a drum can create. You can use the sound of drumming to help you enter a state similar to meditation. So I, I have one of those handheld drums. They're round, they're circular, and then you hold on to the back of it and then you use a rattle or a drum drum stick or whatever to hit it with. And there's also a lot of types that you can strap around you, like they're smaller and then they kind of, you know, you can use both hands that way. So there's a lot of different varieties of drums as well. So the next one I'm going to talk about is tuning forks. These are really good as well. These are our popular one on YouTube. If you want to listen to a tuning fork sound healing video, there are lots of them. A tuning fork can produce a sound and also be used to apply vibration directly to a specific area of the body. Tuning forks are considered to be one of the most effective ways to demonstrate the relationship between vibration and sound. They were originally produced to create pure tones for musicians to use as a reference for tuning their instruments. That's why they're called tuning forks. So these come in different frequencies. Um, they're not as expensive as you would think. There are sets of tuning forks designed to be used for sound therapy purposes. Again, they make them in different frequencies of each of the chakras, so that's a great set to buy. And they're not as expensive as the singing bowls. So you basically strike the tuning fork on something that, that's you're not going to damage. The best surfaces for striking your tuning fork are a block of hard rubber or wood that's covered with a softer material such as leather. Um, tuning forks often come with a rubber mallet for striking the fork. I just hit mine on the hard part of my hand, just above the wrist, on the side, like where you would do the karate chop. That's where I hit mine with, and it's fine. Um, you can, you know, they usually, like I said, they usually come with something. You can also use a hockey puck. I've seen people do that as well. So you can try holding the tuning fork near different parts of your body. Not only can you hear the fork, but you can also feel the vibrations if you hold it close enough to your body. So they're pretty cool. I've got myself one of those. So the next thing on the list for instruments is a piano. This is a common instrument. Most people relax hearing the sound of a piano. Um, so there is some argument in the sound therapy community whether a digital piano is just as effective as an actual acoustic piano. However, a digital keyboard is always in tune, it's easy to move around, and it can be much less expensive. I used to have a piano. It, well, I still have it, but I have to keep it at my mom's because it's really heavy and I can't get it in where I live. So um, in that case, you know, if you can't get a piano where you live, you can get a digital keyboard or you can listen to piano recordings on YouTube again. Like I said, YouTube is a great place to find these sorts of things. And the last one I'm going to talk about is voice. So you don't have to have an instrument or a recording to make noise. You can make use of your own voice. I sometimes think the human voice is more beautiful than an instrument, especially when many people are singing in harmony. That's one of my favorite sounds in the entire world when people are singing in harmony. So that's a great way to also heal yourself. Um, I would advise 
If you don't think that you have a good enough voice and you don't really want to take singing lessons, there's always online, like I said. If it weren't for YouTube, I probably wouldn't be able to do a lot of the sound healing that I have that I have done. So I'm really curious if anybody out there has experienced sound healing. Um, leave leave a comment and let's let's chat about it because sound healing is it's something that I think is really uh, underutilized and under talked about. Um, it, it's such an awesome field of study. There's a lot of people that are experts in this. One of them being, um, actually two, I want to mention two people that I think you should check these people out if you're really interested in diving deeper into sound healing. And one of them is Jonathan Goldman. He records some of the most beautiful music I've ever heard. And he's got some good books on sound healing as well. The other is Dr. Jeffrey Thompson. He is a pioneer in the sound healing field and he has a YouTube channel where he talks about amazing subjects, not just related to sound, but related to, um, I don't even know what you would call it, but basically he, he's, he ties it all together with music and he shares a, a free recording every week on his YouTube channel and then he wants everybody to listen at the same time with headphones because he the music that he creates is specifically designed to put you into a certain state of mind and he like it's it's hard to explain but he kind of wants people to uh entrain their brains on, on the same wavelength and so it's kind of a cool thing everybody does it at the same time all around the world there's thousands of people that do this so I will leave links down below in the show notes for people to check out these two guys who are just amazing. So that's it for this week's episode of the Holistic Lifestyle Guide podcast. Don't forget to join me next week for another episode. And thank you so much for listening.